I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. It is great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And uh, if you happen to miss any of our earlier conversations today, Steve Hayes from the Dispatch, fantastic uh, Tad Collister and uh, his powerful piece on the founding fathers, heroes or villains. Uh, if you missed either of those, make sure you go and uh, download those. Uh, you can pick those up uh, on the KSL.com uh, podcast page, uh, or you can get them off our Facebook page, uh, or, of course, the KSL News Radio app, uh, powered by our friends at Any Hour Services. So make sure you're connected. Those are two conversations you definitely want to tap into as you roll into your 4th of July weekend, Independence Day, and a lot to cover, a lot to discuss there. All right, as we come down the home stretch, uh, obviously there's been a lot said uh, lately about monuments and about statues. And the fight is usually framed as one addressing heritage, history, fatally flawed leaders, uh, along with heroines and heroes defined by their own human frailties and their own moral mistakes. And so it, it seems as though there are some out there who are bent on just banishing the lessons of history into oblivion. They want to tear down the statues, and others are attacking monuments in order to undermine America's founding, the founders, uh, and our foundational documents. And what I say is all of that is a monumental mistake. What we do, how we do it matters. Uh, We should keep in mind that what we ignore or forget, our children won't know. And what our children don't know, our grandchildren are not likely to possess. So this is a this is an important principle. This idea of remembering. Uh, it's true that the principles of freedom and the the attributes that constitute human greatness have to be remembered. Uh, we have to remind our children and ourselves of those important principles. It's also true of the principles of freedom, uh, and the the converse of that is also true when we when we forget when we forget horrific moments of weakness or cowardice or prejudice. The they likewise doom the future generations to repeat those patterns and embrace those evil attitudes. I don't know if you've seen uh, Cardinal Timothy Dolan uh, wrote a magnificent piece in the Wall Street Journal this week. And this is what he said. This is Cardinal Dolan. He said, defacing, tearing down, and hiding statues and portraits is today's version of Puritan book burning. Our children need to know their country's past. It's normative figures and their virtues and their vices. That's how we learn. That's how we pass on our story. And that's so true. And and we have to remember as human beings, human beings are incredibly complex. I mean, even trying to understand someone who is personally close to you is not an easy thing. So trying to truly and accurately understand figures from another time and place I mean, that is a tall order. All people consist of a a really interesting cosmic mixture, is what I like to call it, of human and divine. Pure motives to do good, purely political motives for personal power, 
uh, often combine to drive some pretty extraordinary leaders throughout history. Uh, as we like to say, saints and sinners are always found within a single soul. <laughs> All of us have a little bit of light and a little bit of darkness, and it's what we choose to do that matters. Uh, going back to Cardinal Dolan, uh, who is a historian by training. I didn't realize that until this week. He said, I want to remember the good and the bad and recall with gratitude how even people who have an undeniable dark side can let light prevail and leave the world a little better. He said, I want to keep bringing classes of school children to view such monuments and to explain to them how even such giants in our history had crimes, unjust acts, and plain poor judgment mixed in with the good that we honor in these monuments. Now, I know I know the critics and the cynics, uh, many of those who are attempting to wipe out any good that has come from the less than perfect people, uh, they have a right to protest. They have a right to call out attitudes and actions uh, of those historic figures. To be sure, we have to address those. They should be careful, however, uh, because I think in many instances, they're, they're sort of standing out there on the limb and sawing off the branch at the tree trunk. Uh, never ends well. Uh, we just had uh, Tad Collister on talking about his uh, op-ed in uh, Deseret News today, The Founding Fathers, Heroes or Villains. And I want to I reshare something that he shared with us uh, on air moments ago. He said, the reason the critics can freely criticize, protest, vote for change, run for office, and exercise freedom of religion or irreligion as they choose is for one reason and one reason only. Because the Founding Fathers made it so. America is the greatest democracy the world has ever known. Do the critics believe these liberties came about by chance or that they were spawned by evil men? That's a, that's a great question. And you could ask, are they imperfect? Yes, the founders were imperfect. Evil? No. And here's the challenge. Learning the nuanced lessons of history, that's tough. That's challenging. Those lessons, though, contain the most important and insightful instruction we can glean from our past, from our history. I really believe that. It's the nuanced lessons of history. And guess what? You can't do that in a soundbite or a bumper sticker. You can't do that uh, in something that's easy to chant or recall. Uh, you have to dig a little deeper. And history really is found in the nuance. Now, of course, of course, make no mistake, there is a difference between erecting a monument to someone who led a rebellion to destroy the Union while fighting preserved slavery and someone who pledged their life, their fortune, and their sacred honor, laboring to bring about a free nation and to frame a new republic while simultaneously being a slave owner. And there is a difference, to be sure. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, who himself was an admittedly flawed leader. And I would say he was a flawed and heroic leader. He was a leader for the ages. And he, he popularized this notion that the, the arc of history, the, the arc of the moral universe is long and it bends towards justice. And that long arc is is tough to see from where we are, uh, perched uh, here in the 2020s. Uh, the complexities are all wrapped up in people, people who were products of their time, 
with their own mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical frailties. Uh, They're unlikely to be discerned or understood by dismantling monuments. Uh, John Meekham said some really fascinating things this week as well. Historian, author, uh, he talked and was asked about the statues of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. And it was really interesting. He paraphrased Dr. King. He said, we should judge our historic figures by whether or not, on the whole, they were bending the arc of history toward a more perfect union. I like that. Uh, Meekham also noted, and I, I love this as well, he said, I like the fact that the monument and statue of Dr. King looks across the tidal basin in Washington, D.C., directly at Jefferson and his monument. And I think it's also worth noting that Dr. King, in his battle, in his fight for civil rights, he didn't tear down Jefferson or say that his monument should be removed because he was a slave owner and other things that he committed in his life. But instead, he used Jefferson's inspired and inspiring language, his words, to challenge the nation to live up to the ideals put down in the Declaration of Independence in 1776. And so we all need to start looking at that just a little bit differently. Uh, America has many foundational principles that are etched into our history, and they're engraven on our monuments by the founders and for many others who have followed. And that's really the, the test for us is can we get past it all? Can we remember the things that we need to remember and set aside the things that don't matter that much? That's the test. Let's not make a monumental mistake. Let's move forward with principles, with the power of the people. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that makes a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.